What do you get when you put three friends together in a room with microphones and no script? You get the three weebs in a pod podcast. A podcast about that crazy thing called life, where no topic is off limits. Now, here's your hosts, Andrew, Alex, and Brett. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Three Weebs in a Pod, the new podcast series of me, Alex, and Brett talking about stupid topics every week. Got a little to talk about. So let's introduce us, Alex and Brett. Great. Hello. Hey, it's Brett right here. Hey, the second we- biggest weeb in this lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure we can argue that later. Oh, that'll be definitely an argument throughout throughout this whole series, probably. Oh yeah, yeah. let's try not it. put any low punches. Oh yeah. Well, if anyone's gonna be throwing low punches, it's either gonna be me and you. So it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Try to keep it child friendly, buddy. Yeah. Oh. Who yeah, wants the children? Gonna... That'll be a fight. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's up? <laughs> well, so uh, well, welcome. This is our first podcast. I'm excited about this. Oh yeah. Um, it's gonna be interesting how this is gonna go down. Um, so pretty much the premise of this show is gonna be pretty much every week we're gonna have a different topic. Um, each of us pick a different topic each week. So I will start off with the this week's topic and first topic of our show: cartoon shows from the '90s and 2000s and even today. And we're starting Whoa. strong with this you're starting strong topic. in the childhood. I topic. have a lot of yeah. things to say about this. I have, yeah, I have a lot of like really fond memories, like back in like whether it's PBS or whether it's like classic Disney Channel or even like classic Nickelodeon. Yeah, I was getting the Cartoon Network as well. That was back in its heyday. Yeah, and I was like, I, I was just having a nostalgia period at one point because I got that Paramount Plus recently, and I started going through all the episodes and shows, and I was like. Oh, yeah. my childhood all over again is just back. Yeah, I never really r- looked into Paramount Plus because clearly the, there's definitely a lot of streaming services. That's that's something we could probably talk about as well in a mm. future episode. Oh, definitely. But I never really looked into Paramount Plus. But then again, I, as an avid like Netflix, I'm always in Disney Plus, all that. That's where I get all of my classic Disney throwbacks and all that. So I mean, if I'm telling you, if you're looking at like, if you want old time Disney like this, like that whole time, we're talking legit. Like I have Paramount Plus. We're talking from all real monsters to Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> you're pushing for, the, you're pushing for that sponsorship real hard, aren't you? <laughs> from Paramount Plus, I need you, Paramount. Come on, we're talking about your amazing shows from Nickelodeon, and probably um, who knows what else channels we got here. Um, but like I'm oh, telling God. you. So what do you want to start off with? So what do we want to start off? What's like, do we want to start Disney? Do we want to start off with like classic Nickelodeon? Do we want to start off with classic Cartoon Network? Oh God, there's so much. Um, There's so much to choose from. Well, I mean, let's go back in time. Let's go back to 90s time frame. Um, Let's go back right where it began, where our childhoods began. And... I mean, I guess it depends on where you two grew up as. Like, I grew up more of a Nickelodeon kid than a Cartoon Network kid. I grew up with a little... I grew... I I dabbled with a little bit of both. Probably more 
of the classic Cartoon Network gotcha. as opposed to Nickelodeon. But I went back and forth between the two. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. more of a Nickelodeon kid myself, personally. Right. It's like oh, I, I remember every like Saturday night after school, I would always turn on like Cartoon Network, and they'd always be like the big three. It'd be like Courage or Kid Who Named Kids Next Door, or it was uh, always like the good stuff. No, the the things in your childhood that like have a fond memory. If you can say the name, you can picture the show. You have like a smile on your face. Then that's a good show. If you yeah. think of a show and then you're like, "Ugh, what did they do to that thing in like 2016?" Like Teen Titans, for example. Gotcha. Oh, don't, don't get. Oh me my god! Started. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Oh god, we're gonna yeah, have to touch on a long one. Once, once, once us boomers are done reminiscing, will right? I mean, <laughs> millennial. We'll get. Says the Gen Z over here. Yeah. Why they're part of the problem? Be part of not the, the solution. Like. So, like, as I was going through, like, Paramount Plus recently, like, they have the original Rugrats, you know, the 90s uh, Rugrats. Oh, yes. Like, so, I like the original Rugrats, but I don't like how they went and did the all-grown-up version. That was okay. I was always such a huge... I've never... Because didn't they reboot it as well? Like, they just did, like, did a reboot. Animation? And I've yeah, watched how's, it. How is that? Here's my issue with it. The original voice actors for the the kids the babies and all them are the same and i'm happy about that that's fine the okay that's, that's good then and they it, managed to keep all the same voice actors i like that the animation oh. style I'm, I'm i'm like okay i can handle this i can handle it. it's not the original but i can handle it it's fine the thing that you got know, a, me the new well they tried to modernize it i heard too they yeah did. they're trying to they're trying to appeal it. to they did. A newer audience. They have cell phones. I mean, the parents have cell phones. There's like the ring doorbell, things like that, that make it updated kind of thing. But at the same time, the issue I have with it is the parents. The voices what? do not match. They are not so the original they, voice actors. They changed the voice actor, the parents? All of them. Ooh. Real, oh, all of them. All the parents, including there was one Grandpa. Oh, you cannot change grandpa. And they changed you not just the voice. Grandpa, you screwed up. And the worst part is they didn't just change the voice; they changed the demeanor, the personality. Oh, oh you grandpa! Can't, oh, you can't no. do that. They what? did. All right, you can't make hold a remake on, and then on. change a vital character. Give me. I'll, I'm going to work on trying to get this in the background while we're talking about this. Um, yeah, no, they really did, and I am not impressed. Like, he's now, like, this, like, hippie kind of, like, grandpa, and... Um, oh, my God. Like, I'd understand, like, one or two voice actor changes. Like, granted, you may not be able to get the same voice acting talent. I'd be able to understand that if it's one or two odd characters. But to go and change not only just the voice actors, but the complete demeanor, and to stray away from the original... I, I I don't understand. Yeah, hold that. on. I'm, I'm, I really. Yeah. I can remember like maybe a few iconic lines from the grandpa that was like just burned into my memory. Oh, um, the the one that pops out the most to me when he pulls out the Space Vixens DVD and's like, "That's for when you kids go to bed." 
Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah sticks out, that sticks out to me. If the li- that line from him is still sticks out to me to this day because it's something you just don't get when you're like a young kid watching these as a child. I'm going to share my screen that flies with over you guys. Your head. I'm not sure if it's going to let me. I'm going to try to scrim- share my screen with you guys. Yeah, there it is. No one cares about Paw Patrol. But yeah, like, it's bad. I'm going to try to get this thing back up. Hold on. <laughs> I am seeing an advertisement. Of course. I'm trying to get through all these advertisements. Go let them run while we're working. But yeah, like, I'm going to show you, like, the clip here. And I'm actually going to play the audio clip for everyone to hear. Wait, there's a huge difference wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Get I'm going ads. through my art archive of memes here. This is not real. This is not. Anybody remember the movie? Which one? Uh, which the Rugrats the, movie? The original the Rugrats one. movie. The, the original first one. one. When, okay. When they go to Paris or no? No, that's the second. The one with the, the, the talking about the first one. The one with the monkey. The uh the oh oh oh, oh I know now. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, I'm. I think this is fake. I'm looking this up. One of the lines was, I can't believe you left them with your father. The man slept through Pearl Harbor, for heaven's sake. Hey, I sounded the alarm as soon as I could. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. That's, oh, oh no. that's great. I gotta check this. Oh, that's great. Okay, I think I got it to work. Let's see. Okay, go away ads. Oh my god, there's so many ads. Okay. Okay, so we're gonna pause that there. I'm gonna, you guys... You could see my video, right? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can. Um, not really. Hold on, let me try. Well, because he's not playing anything. How about now? Oh yeah, I hear it. Just plain. Listen. What the heck is up with that? What is that? What is that? Oh, don't worry. It gets worse. It gets worse. Get ready. Someone else answer the bell. Someone? Anyone? For the love of. Oh, that oh I I don't I I already Did hate. They it. make him I, a hippie. Yeah, they made him a freaking. Oh, Angelica, it's you. How about a? I hate it. I hate it. How did she reach the dead? What happened? Why is he so short? For you. Turns what? out I'm more of a face-to-face kind of guy. I I I I really don't like that. Oh, it's gonna get worse. What? I need to let you get through the scene. Is up with his eyes. That was a big one. Why don't you invent a door cam that dad will actually use? Would you two stop? I don't need any of your digital garbage. Not the doorbell, not the senior's dating app you put on my phone. What's wrong with Silver Beagle? This hurts my eyes. Every time I go to check the weather, Uh. up pops a picture of a granny tending her tomatoes. Let's make a deal, shall we? You boys don't interfere with my technology. And I oh my god, this hurts. Just shut up, grandpa. We want the old one back. So yeah, it's I just like go no, I, go back to go go back to their face right there and just pause it. Just, right it, there. It doesn't let me go That's how that's how Paramount game. runs. That that is awful. Who thought that that was a good idea? Look yeah. at his hair. That hair looks like a like a hips. I don't even know what to describe it as. I'm gonna go and hold on. I'm we're gonna YouTube. He's gonna. He's I'm pulling gonna, up yeah. old Rugrats. Up actually, you know what? your recommendations. So hold on. Actually, I can go actually back through Paramount Plus here. 
I'm just using short clippets because I know that's how we're gonna do it. But yeah, that that's the old Rugrats. Uh, that's the new Rugrats that they oh, get. Oh no, Andrew, so did go... you show him uh, Bob the Builder? Oh, I'll show him that next. I, Don't worry. I, I saw the I saw the thumbnail for that, and I'm like, what in the heck did they do with? I gotta that? think of an episode yeah, he where grew up. Where's an episode we can find Grandpa in? That's the problem. There's so many episodes. I'm gonna have to go start. We need, digging. We need you, the space. Uh, hey, we need no, the space um, vixens. No, I want to see you, space you don't vixens. Have to go to YouTube. I know. Go to YouTube. You probably have to go to YouTube and, for yeah. that. And look up the movie and gr put Grandpa in it. That is if. Well, you gotta find one that isn't already occupied by. You this know. One? There it is. There it is. Oh, the reptar wagon. Yes. No oh, god. Hold on. Kill the audio. I remember. Don't need the audio of this in my in the in the stream in the uh, podcast. No, no, <laughs> we're, no. no, we don't need ads. No, no. no we're, we're ignoring ads. We okay. clearly have YouTube oh. premium. So here we go. This is original Rugrats, people. You barely make ends meet now. You've got no Let's insurance, see. no savings, and another kid on the way. For your information, bro, I am working on something right now that is going to put this branch of the Pickles family on easy street. God, what is I this love one? the classic Pickles. Sponge? Of course not. That was last year. This, this is the Reptar Wagon. The ultimate in toddler transportation. The perfect children's toy. In my day, we had plenty of fun just throwing rocks at each other. Yeah, see, he actually sounds—he actually sounds like a grandpa. Here. Like he has like a lisp. Those missing teeth. And their brother arguments are just way better in the old. Because they actually had yeah, so much like, relevance to what we were growing up with. Yeah, and there's so much more personality in these people. This. They have so much more personality than I, Grandpa. Like it. Yeah, like that. That comedy was key. Like I don't know why. Let me end this there. Let me uh, screen tear off. Oh no! I, I guess he can't mention a few things without getting you know. Like I get, you know, this came well, sensitive well, topics at. They would but, say and said when show when, when, when that wouldn't apply. When did the Rugrats movie come out anyways? The original Rugrats movie. Oh, oh god. That was easily early nineties. Rug Rats movies. Because the original Rugrats came out in nineteen ninety one. Ninety That was nineteen ninety eight. Uh, so and then, that was Yeah, that was later down the line, yeah. And then two thousand, then two thousand three for the three movies. Yeah, so I've definitely vivid, vividly. Well, I loved the Rugrats movie because then, but the Rugrats in Paris is probably the one that sticks out the most to me still. Oh yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I get it. Like, it, it's like I'm going through like this, and I'm like, like it's not just Rugrats, but like they remade that. They remade. Uh, let's see, yeah, Bob the Builder. That 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 one bugs me. Oh, that, just God. looking yeah. at the thumbnail you I, sent me, that abs that bugged me as well. Like, let me if go through can, things. Like, here. and like later in editing, if it's at all possible for those who are like watching. Like, here's listening. the thing: I get it when you change a cart, like an old cartoon, to adapt with times. Because sure, there may have been some jokes in the old show, or that there were... may have been some stereotypes in the old show that may change over time. Like, I'll get it if you change those sort of plot points. 
I'm I understand, but if you go around and change pretty much the bases, the bread and the butter of what made that show great. Yeah. I mean, I I just I'm so concerned about like like I get it and I I think also it's trying to go with the times of children today have less of an attention span than we did. Right. That will explain what they did to like shows like Teen Titans and all that, even like mm-hmm. the, it's God forbidden, like Patrick's show that they just recently introduced. Yeah, oh my God! I don't know. Okay, wait. What sounds better? SpongeBob SquarePants. All these things. All Patrick these new shows. Because all, all these new shows are doing. It's just a bunch of like. It's basically like children's robot chicken. They're throwing a bunch of random scenarios in these shows. Yep. No sort of plot points like Kids Next Door, Danny Phantom. Every single episode had a plot point, climax and finish yep. all these new shows like teen titans go or patrick show they're just throwing a bunch of random scenarios mm-hmm. oh these new kids will find it funny oh let's throw it together exactly these kids not they don't have any attention span so that's not like they're going to be paying attention Star for more than show. five minutes what is yeah what I, I, I linked it in the oh. chat oh god yeah, yeah. see we gotta have a we're gonna have to have a website for this just He's wearing we could probably post some stuff pants. and we talk about things He's not wearing his Hawaiian pants anymore. He's wearing blue, just plain pants, With and he's wearing a thing. Hawaiian a shirt. Thing. That makes sense. Thing Patrick too. Star. Remember the remember the episode? I don't understand. Like, here's the thing: Are those supposed to be his parents? Because remember, in the original SpongeBob, remember when we met his parents? Yeah, exactly. That weren't actually, his parents. But then his parents came along. Exactly. At the end. Did they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they oh, did. Yeah, right. you remember to get dressed today. Who are you people? So, yeah. So, so, I just... so looking at this thumbnail right here, we're already seeing like inc- so many inconsistencies. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't look like the original father. That we got a bit. We all right. We got to call Mari in on this. We got to get a freaking DNA test now. Oh wait, Cle- clearly this clearly someone's not the father. I didn't get the test. So. <laughs> I told Alex last night, you didn't get to t- get told yet, Brett. So, Danny Phantom is coming out with a graphic novel. I, he actually, yeah, so he actually told me that when I we were on the way here. I am so yeah. excited about this. Like, so I am on get, So, do we know how long this graphic novel is going to go for? I, or, like, how many publications? I do not know yet. Uh, I know it comes out spring of 2022. Uh, Dan Hartman himself has made the official announcement. So oh, wow. it's so it is official. It is not it like so. Oh, it is official. Yeah, Dan Hartman I'm himself. Curious at how he's going to do with that. He's been working on it for like since 2019. They went through like three editors and, I mean, and such. It's definitely got some good makings because definitely Danny Phantom was up there with like uh, that was really good show. I'm really surprised was. it didn't last longer than it did. Unfortunately, the reason behind it was overpriced, overcost. And the mark, and unfortunately, like all kids shows, it's all about the products, not the show. What can you market? Yeah. And unfortunately, Danny Phantom on a toy level was not successful. It's yeah. See, it a great show like that should have been, but I feel like it was put out too early, but just in time for us to catch it. Yeah, I mean, it was good. Right. I loved it. It was one of my favorite shows. It's where my nickname came from, um, and. Uh, now I'm yeah. like looking clearly like, definitely tell you you were a huge fan of that. Oh yeah. And looking at like now like I'm going through some of these newer shows that came out. 
well, yeah, like newer shows on Nickelodeon and such that I'm seeing on Paramount, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, what what is what yeah, is this? What me. is this? Like, Sometimes I'll scroll through my YouTube TV and I'll see, because uh, like it'll give me like a lot sort of like a live feed of what the TV show, and I'll see like I'll scroll by Nickelodeon, I'll be like, what in the heck are they showing? What is this? What is that? Right. I don't know any of these shows. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's how I stumble across the Patrick show. I'm like, what in the heck is this? Right? Yeah, you and think I, it was I, a I joke at first. I, like, I, oh, I, uh-huh. thought it was a, I thought it was a joke, so I tuned in to see what it was about, and I was like, law. I was like flabbergasted at like, are you kidding me? And like, I've gone through this. Like, I'm looking at these things. It's and just. I, and I told I told Alex on the way here too. I'm like, this is Nickelodeon already trying to. It's it's a cash grab that they're basically trying to do on an already successful icon that yeah. they've been running for so long. SpongeBob has been running since the nine like ninety nine was it right? Yeah, I think so. Right? Um, yeah. It, like that. And they, that's pretty much been the bread and butter of Nickelodeon. Usually, every time you turn on Nickelodeon nowadays, yeah. they're milking SpongeBob as much as they can. SpongeBob's on all day, every day. Give me the as talent. long. As, it's gonna be a downfall. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, that it, we're, we're probably as we're seeing it, we're probably seeing the downfall right now. And, I don't know. I mean, it's and, just but, it's just my personal opinion. I'm just friggin' here but, ranting. But like we've seen before, like we talked about, like how there is no plot point anymore. So here's the thing: so, oh, with no plot point, guess what? Now kids that like us when we grew up, we saw plot points. We had a story plot. So. When we were in school we had, and, and we had to write essays and write a story, we had other things had that things, helped us. We had things to talk about. We'd be like, oh, did you see that new episode of, say, Danny Phantom where yep. so-and-so this happened? Yeah, it's it a gave whole story. Us, it gave us stuff to talk about. And sometimes they'd even put in the two part, the occasional part one, part two episode where it'd leave you on that cliffhanger and you're like, oh, I really can't wait for that new episode to come on Thursday night. Yeah, and then you have a it, story it, which helps you write stories yourself. Now... Exactly. Now, kids don't have an imagination per se. They are just stuck with this, like, quick two-second thing and it changes every second so it's like they can't keep there's no story so it's just like your brain just switches from one thing to another thing that's why like if you notice why tiktok is so famous vine was so famous because it's short clips very short clips it's getting shorter and shorter that's why youtubers have not made hour-long videos they make you know 15 20 minute videos now they're getting down to 10 minute videos yeah that's why YouTube, getting on the TikTok bandwagon, introduced YouTube Shorts. So it's yep. like a TikTok version of... It's a YouTube version of TikTok. Nobody wants you got, a story. I'll get... Yeah, no. Uh, it, I prefer most of the older videos. Like, the ones that would actually last a while. Something I could put mm-hmm. on in the background and listen to. You know, something that told a story. Like, nowadays, oh. with, like, um. say, Teen Titans Go, for example... There's no story. There's no plot. It's no, like no. the random crap that happens in one episode will not affect what happens next week. Yeah, Danny no, Phantom, it told the story of a child who, this teenager who's going through high school. It's a different experience. Bully never through high it school. Yeah. Bully through high school. Different, he's just growing up. And then all of a sudden, his crazy ghost hunting parents get these portal working and they. And I don't that's even what know I love too about they killed the- his kid, their kid. It was like 
That's um, what I love. We open a portal too to the this. dead zone, basically, but our kid is alive and also dead at the same time, and he has these cool powers. The more the show goes on, the more he unlocks these powers, unlocking deeper bonds with his friends, uh, making uh, new friends, making uh, new enemies. So now I want to watch like, the, it was the one development... character that told a story more than anybody, and it was in the first few episodes. It was Ember. If you remember Ember oh from that show, oh my god, the her Ember song episodes. Was... Yes, and if you dive into it, the lyrics of her song, they have such a deep, but yet dark, but an incredible meaning behind them. Right? And you don't see that it shows nowadays. Story... No, yeah, not at all. You don't see those kinds of messages or these kinds of hit deep, sort of thoughtful meanings that oh, you really sort of pry your mind into in these kids' shows because, as yeah. we all said, and the like, short, yeah, the short attention span. That if you're going around doing fifty million different things in the span of like like a minute, twenty minutes, so, you're, you're not gonna. Yeah. So, and, sorry, not to no. butt in. I just have something up right here. So, the song that we were talking about, the one that Ember was introduced in in the episodes, um, she's a ghost who. She's a real person. All of these ghosts in the ghost zone yeah, inspired, are yeah, real people. Are, like real, yeah. Ember was supposedly this teenager who was in love with this boy, but yet she died in a house fire. Some of the lyrics would say like, like these are dark lyrics. Don't get me wrong. So it was September winds blow, the dead leaves fall. To you, I did surrender. Two weeks, you didn't call. So she got ghosted by a boy. Your life goes on without me, my life a losing game, but you should, you should not doubt me, you will remember my name. And then it, you know, does the repeats of Ember, you will remember a bunch of times. Yeah. My heart has rendered, your walls now bear the shame, like dead trees in cold December, nothing, nothing but ashes but remain. Ashes remain. Yeah. So essentially, so, what happened to the, according to the lore, somebody left a candle on in her, or I think she left a candle on her bedroom out of like you know sadness because it was a gift or something. I don't remember the exact details, but supposedly she died that way. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, it's dark. You pry into it, it's dark, but it sort of yeah. it unlocks this sort of hidden backstory behind these characters that these sh that shows like this strive upon yeah so like you get these sort of like backstories you sort of build these sort of emotional attachment to these characters because you're like oh wow this person went through some granted watch when you watch through the episode the first time you're not gonna really catch on to it no because but you're just you paying attention like oh evil ghost i gotta you know danny's gotta send him right back. you gotta save the day but when right. you look back into when it you... it's like wow this had detail right it, it it, that's what I love about like shows that have these kinds of plots because more often than not you get stuff like this where you know, they have a really hidden backstory but you gotta pry into it mm -hmm. in exactly some, in some sort of way so I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna take us on a tangent here um, alright <laughs> let's go next tangent okay um, <laughs> so one thing that I'm very happy that Paramount did and it sounds crazy but they brought back iCarly. Are you sure this? Are you sure this isn't a Paramount episode, yeah. and we're not talking about '90s, 2000s well, I mean, cartoons? Well, I mean, <laughs> cartoons. Like, I guess iCarly was the first like live action that was like really successful yeah. on the Nickelodeon platform. Yeah. 
Mm. I remember. It definitely I remember took I, off I for a while. Yeah. Uh, but it, it lasted for a while. Too. It lasted you can really tell good. because you look at the first season of Gibby, and then you see him at the last season, and it's like, holy cow, this guy right? grew up. Lasted five seasons um, since 2007 it started. Um, but the thing about iCarly that was that what I'm shocked by was when they when they were bringing it back. I was like, okay, they're not bringing back all the original cast, and I get why because some of them didn't want to be part of it, and I get it. But I'm ha- I, I watched the season. I've watched the episodes. Anyone who watched it, like us in our age level, if they watched it today, they would still love it because it's still the old iCarly concept, but with a lot of more adult humor. Like, see, that's what I would like. Like, when it, if you remake a show, that's what I love. Like, I've seen multiple different shows or games do it, where yeah. they take the old show, they redo it, they sort of change the art style, which I don't mind if you do it. If it's for the better, great. But I love it when a show will come out, they'll redo the show or remake the show, but will age it appropriately to its original audience and that's, that's what i love like from what you're saying like i never watched the yeah you'll have to see new iCarly really i'll have good. to definitely check it out but i love like that's definitely a good approach for when you redo a show like yeah. someone who's grown up watching rugrats or what grown up watching like fairly odd parents or something like that when no, that's ate- an example Oh, when they, parents. That's that's another ep- that's another we'll get to that's that another, later. We'll get I'll to get that, that later. We'll get, get to that later. But when <laughs> yeah. or or SpongeBob, for example. Don't we'll get even to get fairly- me started. Just skip it all the time. <laughs> It'll take way too long. You don't It'll have take, the time. <laughs> yes, but the thing I love, like when they do that mm. but they age it appropriately yeah. to sort of keep that target demographic for like let's say we were kids in the 90s and they age it appropriately to sort of add that sort of adult humor that maybe blew over our heads back in the day but we'll definitely get it and they sort of tone it to an older audience audience yeah yeah like like if a show does that change the art style a little bit that i can definitely approve but when they go the route where like teen titans for example where they went Teen Titans was great. It had plot. It had character development. It mm-hmm. had good animation. And then they went and stripped it? it, stripped the bare bones off of it, yep. went off the rails with it, went Teen Titans Go and started doing all the random shit that had nothing to do, changed the animation style. That's yep. that's an example of not doing it right. Correct. Exactly. And then it's one thing to change the animation style. It's another thing entirely to take your character like you know identity robin for example he was supposed to be this cold-hearted leader that was raised by batman you know yes the detective of the night the one who apparently you know is just this scary dude yeah exactly and they turned him into this meme character who just thirsty for starfire and i'm like that's not the robin i remember no No, robin i remember was cold calculated like where's slade it's always slayed this, slayed that. It was. Where's it the bad slayed. guy? It, it was always... Robin was always a man of mission. He was never usually sitting around being a kid. No, and it, I mean, I get it for the Democrat. They were definitely not... Like, even Rugrats. I, I think all these, like, remakes... A lot of these remakes have been not to the original demographics... They went they cha- to, yeah. to the the kids they of that the demographic, but not for the better. Yeah, they changed right. it for if you're like making somebody else. a show 
if you're making a remake for a show and you know it's going to target the people who used to watch it, you have to try to recreate that humor for these fans. Otherwise, you're just going to get negative feedback. Fair. It's kind of like what I'm going back to, like, all grown up, like Rugrats, for example, and when they tried to do the all grown up series. I think they tried to, that's what they tried to do there, thinking, hey, they jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. If they did it at a little later push where their demographic maybe grew up a little more, their young adolescent going into early teenage. What? I would see that being more relatable. Exactly. That would be another. That would be a type of push that may have worked if they pushed it out at a later time. Because, yeah, I, it, that's just an example. Like here, like here's something that really see. And also another thing I've learned is you need to have the right people, like the original right. creators, the things like that. Okay. For instance, the perfect example that I know I'm gonna piss off. Brett here in two seconds. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, God. Avatar The Last Airbender. One of the, oh, probably the most greatest shows out go. there. And here comes Netflix and destroys it. That. Oh, my God. See? Don't even get me started on that line. Because, they, because they didn't have the original people. They didn't have the original you directors. Can, they didn't have no one. Def- no. They didn't have any of the Wasn't original it true teams. that they had they Super rushed it. They on the wrong went, side? They took yep. advantage. They're like, oh, we've got Netflix's name. We're going to be an instant hit. So no matter what we what we try to do, it'll stick. No. But they didn't have any of the original cast. They rushed the hell out of it. It was a disaster. And the special effects was poor. Mm-hmm. The plot was poor. Mm-hmm. Acting was poor. Everything about that when it came out. Well, none. It, I don't know if we can blame the actors too, too much. I'm not going to blame no. what to do. No. Yeah. I'm just blaming they the whole. Like, I'm just yeah. They got dragged into it. I'm blaming like the whole development team. Like this thing is clearly cashing mm-hmm. in on the Netflix name. They're like, hey, we want you to do. I had high hopes for this too. I'm like, great. I'm looking forward to this. I think a live the last Avatar, the last Avatar, the last Airbender movie was an absolute flop. Yeah, I'm I'll... looking forward to see if they can redeem themselves. Nope. And I was let down as hard as any freaking mm-hmm. as, super fan as could be fast as ev- any fan could have been let down. Like, yeah, I I didn't even finish like the first episode. I'm like, I'm done. I, I went you... to go see the live action movie in theaters with my grandmother, and I remember sitting there. Looking at my grandmother, she's in awe, like, wow, look at this, this is amazing. I'm sitting there as a young lad who watched the show, like, wow, this oh. sucked. No. <laughs> like, my grandmother was, how did I you remember. like it? I looked at her, and trying not to disappoint her, obviously, it's like, it was okay. Yeah, well. I remember when that movie came out. That was a letdown. Like, oh, man, how many years ago was that now? Let me I don't see. Know. Um, while we're looking that up, um, I just I just totally forgot that I just I found this one, Invader Zim. Oh yeah, I remember when they did that remake. That was so I don't they, know how I felt about that. So I've had high hopes for it, but I never ended up getting around to watching it. I watched it. Um, they definitely kept the same animation, kept same voices, um, kept same creators, so kept it pretty much exactly the same as what. The original show okay. was. Um, they did a really good job. I think 
there was really, I mean, they kept definitely the kind of the mentality of the show. I think they did not dulled it down a little bit, but they definitely, as sometimes gory the show could get, I think they definitely minimized that down a lot more than they used to. Yeah, so I just looked it up. I yeah, remember average... a few things that was crazy about it. Like that one time, sorry, not to interrupt you, Squish. One quick thing. Um, that episode where he had to disguise himself to be human, so he kept taking people's organs. Yep. Remember? Yes. Like th- it wasn't like they didn't didn't get that crazy with the new new one. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's what made Invaders Zim. When you take comedy like that, and it's like, wow, this is all right. That's a stretch. And then you just keep pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. And it just—I don't know what it is about that. It just yeah, makes yeah. it funny. Exactly. Right. So when would when did that remake come out? Oh, so so the live action Avatar came out in two thousand and ten, and it's a disappointment because it that whole thing was directed by M Night Shyamalan, and yep. you know you've had some big names coming from yeah he's done some really good M- movies director. Ooh. Like he, he, did, and he directed that. He did. Yeah, M Night Shyamalan actually directed the two thousand ten avatar last airbender movie and it just it just yeah he just i think it, he tried to take it, it too serious it yeah it, it, they rushed it the hell out of it you can yeah you can tell because like a lot of like the special effects mm. the yeah. bending that left a lot to be desired yeah and i think that was something that needed to be fit i mean who knows maybe someone could come out with something better who knows i mean someone's got to really step up their game uh what else did i find uh oh I guess we'll start. Let's start switching over to uh, comedy. Yeah, comedy. Yeah, comedy central. So I just that popped up in my head there. You know, <laughs> even though South Park is amazing, but you know, it's one thing you can get away with well, murder. They well, can get I, away with. Yeah, that puts it pretty accurate. They can get away with murder. But Cartoon Network. Right. Well, yeah, there's, a there's a lot of good. There's a lot of. There's a lot of good things with like. Early cartoon. Network, go, yeah, we're right? going early cartoons. Think, like we're talking like Dexter's Lab, Codename Kids Next Door, Code Lyoko. If any of these older uh, generation was, remember, was Code Lyoko nope. was Code Lyoko a Cartoon Network? I thought wasn't, yes, wasn't yeah, that like yes, it was. Kids? it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm pulling up a list here. Um, just to make sure I got everything correct here. Like, like if if we're talking about like shows that had great plot, you're looking forward to the next episode. Code Lyoko, as yep. probably niche as it was, was probably one of the shows I, I would go to if I'm talking about like a good old show that had good plot. And it's it's bridged that gap too because it combined the two dimensional. It combined the two D animation style with that sort of three-dimensional cgi yeah. that was fairly new for the time exactly yes, it took that bridge and it ran with it this is the opportunities we have this is what we can do just let me tell a story and let you sit back and watch is basically oh, what I, they wanted like to when do. they when they were airing code lyoko i looked forward to every new episode so, all the time going through I know some my, of this list not many okay there, yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot on this list here. I just was like, Holy I'm sure. Crap. Oh my god, I don't even know where to even begin. Wait, they brought that back? Oh, it ended. Okay, never mind. Um, but one thing I noticed that I like I said, same thing as Nickelodeon did, as Cartoon Network did. 
from plot point shows on episodes to now with shows that have like two second intervals of something and then it moves on. Right, or some useless like nonchalant like, oh hey, we're gonna here's a pizza. Oh no, the pizza's flying away. We gotta go catch it. <laughs> Teen Titans go. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. They completely killed. I, we can le- we can behavior. legit. They killed. Raven's I could legit behavior. spend a whole. I could legit spend a whole episode just ranting about Teen Titans Go. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, I know. It's and bad. I don't blame the voice actors. I, it's not them. No. I appreciate no. you can't the voice actors' any... commitment to staying you with can't... the show as yeah. long as they have. Whether they're newer, whether they've been replaced, whether they replace the voice actors, or if they're the same voice actors, you really can't blame them. It's usually like the writing team, the directing team, the producing team. Sometimes even the network is to blame as well because the network, well, the network puts out, hey, we want this from you. What can you do? We want this team of people to do this. It's basically, if anyone's to blame, it's the network. Because well, the network- look at what happened with Timmy Turner. Oh, sorry, not Timmy Turner. Fairly Odd Parents. They came up to Butch and they're like, hey, this show's pretty per- popular. And he's like, yeah. Well, here's what we want you to do. We want you to add something to it. And he's like, okay. Yeah. But it, and, he, and he got stuck with like a dilemma. Like, all right, I have to do what the boss wants, you know? Yeah. Uh, my hands are tied. These are the guys who make the show stay on the air. If I don't listen, uh, Danny you know, Phantom can happen cancel. all over again. Yeah, and it's like I'm going through like this list and reading through like what they currently have on on air right now. There's only like right now on air three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like eleven shows, eleven, twelve shows they have on air right now live. That's new episodes. That's it. Everything else is reruns. And I'm going through like '90s, early 2000s, all the shows they had. They were successful shows and they lasted long periods of time. And they had like 20, 25 shows at one given point. Right. Yeah, because you could target an audience. Like, for example, look at um I remember I don't remember what year this came out. Somebody could check. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh's you the original Yu-Gi-Oh. I think that was like a nineties one. I think that the original like Yu-Gi-Oh that, series, that, I believe. That came out on uh, Cartoon Network, right? Yeah. Um I think, um, so. I think it came out on It was now. on it was played on Cartoon Network, I'm fairly certain. Or if it was on a different I know my original experience with Yu-Gi-Oh! I thought it originally aired on, like, four kids. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you're right, yep. Yeah, it did. It. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I'm going is. through, like, I'm going through, like, and now, like, I'm reading, like, what... So, like, apparently they're going to try to revive uh, Total Drama Island. Yeah, I've heard no, they've been I, doing I've that. Seen I've they've seen been what they've been doing it. with it. I've seen what they've been doing with it, and they put them all in a preschool. It's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, they took the original, all the original, like original Toto. That's another show I and I, I somewhat enjoyed the original Toto Drama Island. It had that sort of, sur- like cartoon esque Survivor vibe, and I yeah. usually loved. It. I loved that that original Toto Drama Island. I kind of liked it. I enjoyed that whole premise. That, but then they dragged it on a little too long. Yep, and so on. It's it one of those nice where it's one of those It's one of those where. That yeah, that ship sailed already, and I don't know how I feel. It it leads into another one of those. They're doing like these weird sort of subplots where mm-hmm. do I really do we really need to go through this? 
Yep, and like they don't have a full story behind anything, and I don't like that. Like I'm going through each one. I was going through like those shows, like okay, like Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Lab, Cow and Chicken, Powerpuff Girls, the originals, Ed and Nettie, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like all these shows had like good runs, and they had, and they even they had them going for a long time, like date reruns. Granted, Ed, granted, Ed, Ed and Eddie's probably the oldest case we're gonna have. Where actually, no, Johnny Bravo was in '95. Johnny Bravo, but I'm, I'm going to, yeah, Johnny Bravo, that was fairly random as well. But I think Ed and Eddie's probably the best case I'm going to make for this argument. That's probably one of the earliest cases of, like, let's admit, there was no plot in Ed, Ed and Eddie. It was it was random <laughs> shit. Yeah, they, yeah, I agree. Yeah, they, but they that's were. what made it its whole thing. It was just but it wasn't meant every, to be that way. Yeah, and it wasn't every show was like that. It was just a one-off kind of thing, which was successful in its own self. That's yeah. why it lasted ten years. Yeah, it's nice Ed to have Eddie like a filler a episode time, every yeah. now and again. And then but like make your Ball. whole show filler. <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> well, each episode had filler. something important, I guess. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was filler. Like yeah, what is it? I'm going through like I saw the. List. I have a feeling like I'll will be igniting some freaking like fan base in the freaking distance like oh no there so i hear someone talking crap about dragon oh. ball here comes the keyboard no no, warriors. no 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 where i am a big fan of dragon ball if they overstep i promise to let them have it Ch- oh chowder i love chowder that was my that was my favorite ones i don't know why it was just so freaking stupid it was funny I'm not your boyfriend. There's like, see, there's a, there's a different. <laughs> there, that's great. another, that's another gap. That's another bridge. There's a difference between being funny, and being stupid. It was, it was like, yeah, they had a right. lot of humor. That at that point, 2007 to 2010, that's much high school, like our high school years. So like that, that was, was like, yeah, uh, that's late, like middle school, middle school to like, high school. Like that was like the beginning. That was like sixth, seventh, eighth grade for me. So our mindset was, you know, we're still maturing enough so we could get some of those adult jokes in that point in our time. But like compared to like if you watch Ed and Ed and Eddie from 1999, a lot of the adult jokes when we were that age, you know, like eight, nine, seven, six, like that time frame, right? Went way over our heads. Oh, way over our heads until we rewatch it now and we're like, oh my god, how do we not notice this? Same thing exactly. with SpongeBob. Same yep. thing with a lot of shows. They just oh yeah, and in like it's funny. Like I've looked like live action, live action shows, legit didn't start. They had one back in nineteen ninety six. Only lasted two years. It died. After that, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand twelve is where a lot of the live action shows and they only lasted like a season or two. And that was it, and they died off because Cartoon Network was never built for live action. No. That's why it's called Cartoon the, Network. Right. Because when did Nickelodeon start hopping on like the live action sort of bandwagon? Uh, let me look it up. Um, That's a good question. That's a very good question because I remember like all the old shows like they had like what was it? Zoe 101, Victorious. Oh, uh, fuck Zoe 101. Drake, and, jo- Drake and Josh is hands down will always be the king of like the Nickelodeon live action. No matter what yeah, no matter what happened absolutely. with the whole with the whole Drake Bell situation. I mean, it's you know what what happens in life happens in life, but we and, can at least admire some of the things you did in the past like Right. You yeah, aren't the always the greatest, but right. it, 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 just because you don't okay, uh, yeah. it's hard it's hard to explain because I'm not trying to defend what his actions. I'm just saying, you know, okay. when you're younger, yeah. you do a lot of nice we, things. You, you right. can be an we iconic can't... and get to your head. 
So Nickelodeon started in 1991. It's like, wow. it, it goes to, yeah, like, sure. A wow. lot of, like, we can't deny what they've done in the past. Sure, people change over time and all that. You can't expect them to stay the same as the way you've seen them on TV and any memories. Exactly. Like going back to like the Amanda show, because like we had the Amanda show going yep. as well. That's another old one. And look what happened to Amanda Bynes. Had, what happened to Amanda Bynes afterwards? She went down the heavy downward mm-hmm. spiral. DUIs, driving without licenses, doing drugs, so, marijuana, all that. So, she This industry is not kind to no. children. So what I'm digging through here is it looks like Nickelodeon had always, like, live actions of comedies. Um, here, hit or miss, like, even early 90s, like, 94, 96, 98. Um, Keenan and Kel was 1996. Oh, I forgot about Keenan and Kel. Right? So, like, these are, like, they had some of those. And then they brought in, like, early 2000s, 2004, 2003, was, like, you know, Drake and Josh, Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, Unfabulous, Zoe 101. Like, those are all the shows that started coming in. And then 2007, 2009 brought in, like, The Naked Brothers Band, iCarly, True Jackson VP, Big Time Rush, Victorious. They just added more and more. They wanted to try to market it. With Big Time Rush, you could technically sell CDs. Yeah. They went on tour. That's what I think they did. Yeah, I think they went on tour at some point. They Mm -hmm. ended up selling albums, all that. See, with iCarly, you're just getting the the average TV show. You wait for every Friday or Thursday, and then it comes on at like 6 or 7 o'clock. Exactly. And then you get your half hour, and then you move on. You wait for next week, and then you get the new episode. Then you wait for the next week. It was something that kept bringing people back. It told a story, you know? Yeah. Yes, there were some filler things in between. Yeah, you can have like, say Carly and Freddie were doing something. All right, fine. They're doing something. It's important to the story. Then you have her older brother, brother Spencer, being the comedy re- comic relief in the background, doing something silly with his sculptures, and it sets on fire. You trying to rebuild it the entire episode. You can never deny Spencer in that pet ostrich. <laughs> I'm digging through like the shows that are out in the market right now, but let's see what they got. Current programming: SpongeBob still out since May first, 1999. Really though, but that, that how it's still going. But that's well, like actually, yeah. I know how it's still going. They're still selling his merchandise. That's what it is. So that's basically this suck. That's basically the blood of Nickelodeon. Whenever you turn on Nickelodeon during whatever time of the day, you'll either catch SpongeBob or some other shit on. It's they're just sucking the milk. They're just sucking it dry. But if you look at every date that every show that's on the market right now, every show that's out on there live right now with new episodes and new seasons, everything's new since 2016, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. And the only thing that was sp- old still from our time is SpongeBob. They rebrought back all that. Um, and that's it. It won't show any that's of it. the older episodes ever. Nope, that's it. They Everything have SpongeBob, else is old. but they. Now, that's another thing entirely, if I could just start with the Spongebob thing. The older animation, if you want to look at, like, the original Spongebob, look at the first episode, Help Wanted. One of the most popular, in my opinion, Spongebob episodes I have ever watched in my life. I could always sit there and watch it and have a laugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It set the pace, it set the... 
you know, story. But SpongeBob's right. usually more of like a comic relief. It doesn't exactly have to tell a story. It's just, oh, what's Sponge? What's the wacky thing what's, SpongeBob's what's doing SpongeBob today? What's SpongeBob and Patrick up to today? Yeah, yep. you know, and it was always the dynamic duo, or it was him and Sandy, or it was him sometimes and Mr. Krabs, Squidward. You know, the iconic characters that you can just remember off the top of your head. Right, and, yep. last, and it's then you left get in lasting impact. Yeah. And you don't remember it being graphic. You remember it being funny. You know, like, oh, haha, he's trying to go for his driver's test again, and he sucks at it. Yep. And then you get to the episodes where it goes into, like, very detailed animation. Like, SpongeBob's teeth are actually, like, out of his head. You know, uh, it shows his gums. It shows, like, the skin getting pulled with the tooth. Squidward's yep. toe got run over by a chair, and you yeah. saw the nail yeah. getting I... pulled and tugged. And I'm sitting there watching this, like, ah, how is I this can for children? That. How is this for children? I, even if it was like you, you hide had, adult you had joke SpongeBob in TV Splinter shows. too. SpongeBob Splinter is another one too. Yeah, yeah. yep. SpongeBob Splinter. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I, I mean, I think things have changed so much that. I, maybe because yeah, I hate to say it, we're becoming boomers ourselves now. Um, <laughs> God, I hate it. Um, but this is my point. This is my cue to start wrapping this up here. Start wrapping this all into a one big bundle here. <laughs> um, so I mean, and overall, I think the generations obviously have changed. Society has changed as a whole. I think that we're seeing you know less and less attention yeah. span with people the younger they are. Like, I'm not completely against, like, the media trying to adapt to the norm. Usually if it's for the better, great. Maybe if it is on you, their generation, some, but not maybe, ours. I know, I know views change over time, so maybe something that was going on back in the day, say, in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. Whereas you say the joke, you say something like that today, it may not get re- uh, reception. You may get they may get, they may not get received the same way. So I understand if shows have to change a couple odd things, but going about and changing premises of the shows or changing around how a show is portrayed or changing all mm-hmm. these, like the bread and butter of the show, that I'm there's thinking, a certain line that you yeah. can't cross. Once you set the show in stone, I think the show should be set in stone. If you have to change a couple of things to match with the time view of the current times i understand that yeah I, i'm not i'm not against if you have to change it for time okay but you can't just go around and change the foundations of the shows that Correct. you've already shown for so and so many seasons yeah if it's a new show i get it brand new go right ahead do what you need to do right um so now we're nearing our end of our podcast here uh for this episode well, that's how to wrap this up. We know. Uh, how would you like to do that? I think new shows need to keep up with new shows. Great idea. Bad shows. Any shows that have been already out, stop messing with them. Yeah. If you yeah. want to change the animation, clean it up a little. Clean it that's up a little. Yeah. But clean don't it up a little. change the detail of a certain character. Correct. That just will ruin what we've already grown to appreciate or right. grown to expect from certain people. Correct. So, right. And then, yeah. if you have to change, don't change it too far away from the norm, because you'll have a show running for, let's say, a show that's been running for six seasons. You're not going to go around and flip it on its head and be like, hey, we're going to start doing this now. 
You've run the show for no. six seasons. It's best if if you got to change it for the times, you can. But try to stick to that main foundation that you've built. You don't want. I don't. We don't. I I personally don't want to see like too far of a deviation from the norm that yeah. you've set. Correct. There's this saying I like: you can't reinvent the wheel. If it exactly. works and people like it, then leave it alone. If Correct. It's you broken, can play with it, it a little bit. Yep. Like for example, if anybody ever remembers, just to add this in, uh, the PlayStation Two, there was uh, Nicktoons Unite. It was a video game starring around Jimmy Neutron, Timmy Turner, and Danny Phantom and SpongeBob SquarePants. That sounds very familiar. Mm. I don't remember. The four major villains from each show got together and they were saying, "Let's bring chaos to you know our, you know our areas. We'll conquer everything. Get you know rule the world." And every character was, you know, accurate to what they were portrayed as from what we remember. It, it made sense. But, you know, they didn't change anything. Danny Phantom was still the important, you know, quick to think teenager he was. Jimmy Neutron was still the nerd. Timmy was still the one just, you know, crazy thinker. And SpongeBob was just the chaotic one who was yep. always happy friendly always had a laugh and you know comic relief at that point so right yes i mean that's the way it's been and i think so i think that's where we leave it off at i think you know if it's not broke don't fix it let's leave it as is move on so if anyone has any comments concerns and things like that you can write down the comments and such <laughs> we'll get into it I'm gonna get a website. We should get right a web- I think we should get a website so people can start writing comments. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, I can only imagine what kind of comments we'll be, we'd be getting oh, from God, this I episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen but, to these boomers ranting about their old shows. <laughs> right. And you should see the new shows. It's way better. And I'm like, oh god. We didn't even get through half of the shows I wanted. To I could have. I have a list I right here. You, you brought through Jimmy Neutron at the end, and I didn't even get to that. I love. I know. There's so much we could go on and on and on about, but we definitely need <laughs> to end it, guys. All right. Well, well it's well, been fun. It's been yeah. a fun hopefully hour. To, hopefully to hear you in the next time. Yeah. Well, oh, let yeah, one of we'll you two make it. Next person gets to make a decision. Who's going to be the next one to make a topic? Who wants to be the next topic person? I feel I like he, I feel Squish like will go. Oh, I feel wow. like you have better ideas for topics, so I'm going to let Alex decide the okay. next one. All right, I'll decide Alex the, gets next the next one. topic for next week. Uh, stick around. Make sure you follow on any pre- on any podcast that you're listening to via Spotify, Apple Podcast, or any other place you're located. Right. And thank you all for listening, everybody. All right, bye-bye. All right, take care. See ya.